When I was younger, I was enchanted with science fiction. I loved space, the planets, stars, rocket ships. That was like, I was very into that. In fact, my sister still likes to chat with me, and she says, you know, as a kid, you wanted to be a chief astronaut, and now you're a chief editor. All right, my head was in the clouds. Then, I guess, now it's not all that different. But one thing in particular, a science fiction idea, that really enthralled me was the concept of a time machine. Like a machine that can take your person back in time, where you can meet ancestors, relive history. It was really something very fascinating. I read books about time machines. I dreamed about it. I always, always thought, how would I have fared during the Chorbayas, the Spanish Inquisition, and especially the Holocaust? Always dreamed about that. But alas, there is no such thing as a time machine. I could only fantasize and surmise what life would have been like. Now, the reason there's no such thing as a time machine is because there's no such thing as going back in time. Even though Einstein had a theory about this, but it doesn't change the fact that the past has passed. And we cannot go back and redress the wrongs that we've committed or adjust our history to suit the present day. Baruch Hashem, Yeshiva has started and the children are learning. Tire with a brand. My grandson called me the other day and he said that he asked his Rebbe a question in class and his Rebbe was so proud, he got so excited that he told him, I want you to call your parents and your grandparents and tell them this question. Let's see what they all say, the Rebbe tell them. So my uncle calls me up, all excited. He says, Zaidi, here is my question. If Hashem judges everyone on Rosh Hashanah and he writes in the Sefer HaChaim, the Book of Life, what type of year we are going to have on Rosh Hashanah, then why do we have a Sarasi made tshuva when we do all this tshuva after Rosh Hashanah? Shouldn't we work extra hard to do tshuva during the 10 days before Rosh Hashanah, not after Rosh Hashanah? Now, my grandson obviously is a genius, of course, and with such a question, I mean, how can you think otherwise? So I mulled over this question, and the thought occurred to me that as I sit here and I'm writing this basura, we are literally 10 days before Rosh Hashanah. His question now has added meaning. Yeah, why don't we start the Aserah Simei Tshuva tomorrow, and we should daven and learn and say Slichas and Avinu Malkeinu, and let's be heavily involved in the midst of Tshuva before the Yom Hadin. I understand Hashem doesn't sign the final decree. The chasima of the coming year happens by Nila on Yom Kippur. Some say it goes further. It's uh, up until Hanukkah. But let's, let's leave it at Pasha Pshat that it's Nila on Yom Kippur. And we want to be in our best behavior right before that auspicious day. But really, his question is a great one. Shouldn't the Aserasi made tshuva start 10 days before Rosh Hashanah, not only in the 10 days after Rosh Hashanah. So I was actually happy to call my grandson back and tell him that none other, none other than the great Rosh Hashiva from Lakewood of Aaron Cutler's Atzal asked this very question, and he gives an amazing answer. He explains that, yeah, it's true that we cannot go back in time and change our history and change the past. But there is one mitzvah that when it's done properly, it does allow us to change the past. That mitzvah is the mitzvah of tshuva. The Gemara tells us with Shlokish, the great Amoira teaches us in Yuma, that when a person does tshuva and repents his sins out of love, tshuva me'ava and not out of fear, tshuva me'ira, not only is the sin forgiven, but the very insidious act of intentional sin, the Avera itself becomes a schus, 
a schus for that person. We say it in Davin, the word we use in Tefillah is Morek. Morek Barachamecha Rabbim. Cleanse the sin. The once black and dirty sin will now be laundered and cleansed, turning a brilliant and sparkling white. Now, if a person has a scale that was tipping in favor of sins over mitzvahs, the one thing he can do is tshuva. The sins will now automatically become mitzvahs, they become schusim, and the scale will now tilt in his favor. So before Shoshanah, Be'emes, we're really not ready. We are woefully unprepared, not just tshuva me'ira, but even tshuva me'ava. A Sarasi made tshuva before Shoshanah would not accomplish what is required that Hashem should write us in the Sefer HaChayim. These 10 days before Shoshana, actually it's the entire month of Elul, is really prep work. We're just getting prepared and ready for the big Yom Hadin. But once Shoshana is over, and now we see the scale with our mitzvahs and averes hanging in the balance, these Aserasi Mechuva can literally take us back in time. These days of tearful repentance leading to a real and emesit tshuva will accomplish what no other time period can. It will miraculously cause all those sins from the previous year to switch sides, to mamish turn from black to white, from evil to good, from avera to mitzvah. It is only as we approach Yom Kippur and understand the urgency as we get closer to that chasimas hadin that we change the past in order to attain a better future. So, Be'emes, no, we don't get to go into a time machine and physically enter the yeshiva where Rosh sat and learned. But if we spend these 10 days before Rosh Hashanah preparing ourselves for the Yom Adin, and the 10 days after Rosh Hashanah cleansing ourselves as well as our sins, guess what? In less than three weeks, we can be spanking brand new individuals who did what even Einstein couldn't do. We change the past to provide us with a better future.